You're listening to Real Estate for Real People, hosted by the Stone Sisters. The Stone Sisters have built an award-winning realty business, and they're here to share some of their knowledge with you. A new episode drops every Thursday. If you enjoy the show, please share it with a friend and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And visit www.stonesisters.com for more information just like this. Welcome back to Real Estate for Real People. I am Shannon. And I'm Tamara. We are the Stone Sisters. And today we are going to talk about some opportunities that we are seeing in this changing market in the Okanagan. It's an extraordinarily busy real estate market. I've stumbled over the word busy, but it's, it's <laughs> frantic. Your, your it's, eyes are twittering. <laughs> it's so, so busy, but I think there are always opportunities. And you just might have to dig a little more. You might have to be a little more patient, but we were chatting about it and just wanted to share with you some of the the opportunities we see or some ideas for how to get in get into the market and and yeah i and i think a big one is properties to be renovated mm-hmm. people don't want to the general buyer pool market doesn't want to have to do any renovations they want to yeah. move into something that's ready to go that shows mm-hmm. well smells good you know they can just imagine themselves living there so if you could take a property that needs a new kitchen needs some new flooring needs paint Um, and you will do well on that property. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. A lot of people either don't have the funds, Mm -hmm. you you know, uh, they do, you still can go and get a purchase plus mortgage, but it's a little more difficult. It can be a little more expensive. So having, you know, if you've got a bit of, you know, a line of credit, if you've got some money saved up to be able to do that, Mm -hmm. uh, puts you at an advantage. Other people maybe don't. Mm -hmm. And if a buyer's coming, you know, you might be competing against buyers from, outside different areas, they don't know tradespeople here. They don't know yes. where to go for flooring and, you know, how to, how to get kitchen cabinets at a, at a, an affordable price. So, and that's something that we can help with as well. We have lots of great contacts here. So mm-hmm. if you are from out of town and you're looking at that property, that's wanting to be renovated, you know, let us know and we can steer mm-hmm. you in the right direction, but there are still some opportunities in properties that need to be renovated and, you know, houses, yeah. you're going to still pay, you know, a decent price point, mm-hmm. but the gain will be fairly significant yep. um, for condos. We're seeing there's lots of condos. Yes. We've got a fair amount of older condo buildings. Condo market has really skyrocketed as, as all the segments have, but it really has gotten into a larger demand. The larger condos are typically in the older buildings yeah, because the new construction, they're not making large square footage. And so if you could get into one of the older buildings that has 1,200 or 1,500 square mm-hmm. feet, but it needs a new kitchen or some renovations, I think there's opportunity there. So do I. Actually, another area you're just reminding me of is um, some of the gated communities, some of the yes. adult communities, because we have a lot of gated communities in Kelowna. They were built in the early 90s. Up, you know, some of the some of the newer ones were built in the last five years. But a lot of those, you know, sold to people who were in their 60s and they're moving into assisted living perhaps, or moving in with family or moving on. And, um, you know, those were, you know, built in the height of fashion at the time with the mint green countertops and the the pink carpets yes. and brass everywhere, brass in the windows and so on. Yes. And, but the buyer today, I mean, a lot of our gated communities are age 50 and up or 55 mm-hmm. or age 40 and up. But a 60-year-old today is young and yes. and doesn't necessarily want to do the work. So but they want to be in a nice home. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a great point. They really don't want to be doing the work. You know, they're wanting to be traveling and have that lock and leave sort of leisure. And mm-hmm. so if you could go into something and renovate it, someone is willing to pay for those renovations and pay well for it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
So another opportunity is up and coming neighborhoods and areas of, of the Okanagan that we see. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something is, you know, we gravitate towards that, those areas that are walkable and those yeah. areas that, you know, have that, the amenities are right in their back pocket. And I think there's some great opportunity for some of the outlining areas, neighborhoods in Kelowna and outlining areas mm-hmm. as well. Oh, definitely, definitely are. If you just head out, you, you know, something that happens here, people come here from Vancouver, from Toronto, what have you, and they think, wow, that's only 40 minutes and, and I can get this great home. And us living here our entire lives, we go, it's 15 minutes away, it's 40 minutes away. I mean, I can't imagine. Yeah. And, it, you know, the bridge is a big one. People grumble, yes. locals grumble about crossing Okanagan Lake. I mean, at the lake there, I think it's less than two kilometers. Yes. And, you know, people look at it and just say, oh, it's so far. And, and it's not so far. Mm-hmm. You know, any of these outlying areas, you know, look. Glen Rosa is one over on the oh, west yeah. side. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, West Lake, Kelowna, yeah. Fintry even, I think, is an interesting mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Beaverdale. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, Beaverdale. Joe Rich. Yeah. Rutland, I mean, I, I think is is sort of a more known one, but... Yeah, people have caught on, and, and yeah. Rutland's values are really, really escalating. Yeah, they because are. Because of the proximity. It's close to the university, close mm-hmm. to the airport, lots of routes in and out, so you're mm-hmm. not stuck in traffic jams ever. Mm-hmm. But I think looking at it from a lifestyle point of view, I think it's shifting. We don't need to be right in our city centers and our mm-hmm. main neighborhoods. I mean, mm-hmm. when we look actually at the neighborhoods that sold the highest volume of sales, you know, it used to be typically for us that are here local, you know, it used to be the lower mission, the upper mission, mm-hmm. you know, Dilworth, you know, some of those were sort of the highest selling neighborhoods. Wilden this year outsold both all of those neighborhoods. Yeah. So, you know, neighborhoods are shifting and changing and people are looking at different amenities and, and different areas of town. So I think just, you yeah. know, thinking a little bit outside the box, I guess, when yeah. we look at, yeah, at areas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Expand your search a little and just be yeah. willing to, to go a little further out because I think there, there still are some opportunities there mm-hmm. without question. I agree. And then another opportunity is new construction. Yes. You know, pre-sales, you mm-hmm. know, condo market, we saw... Oh my gosh, how many units came on the market? We had Movala, we had Cabana, we had Aqua, we had, you know, yeah. all the ones that are coming downtown and they all sold out. Mm-hmm. I mean, two mm-hmm. years ago, if you had asked us that, we might've said, oh, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they all sold out and the condo market here in Kelowna, just on our stats for MLS, which doesn't include all those pre-sales, mm-hmm. those prices have mm-hmm. escalated and all of those have, have sold yeah. very well. So I think looking at the pre-sales in, in some of the condo new developments that are coming, there's some opportunity. Well, and I think something as well, and of course, no one has a crystal ball. Actually, I have one, but it doesn't work. But <laughs> no one has a working crystal ball to, to really accurately predict where things are going or what's going to happen. But an advantage with new construction, with a condo or, or what have you, is that you you make an offer today. You are probably not in a bidding war, so mm-hmm. so you're actually able to secure something. You then put down 10% or a smaller amount. You don't need to put down that full deposit or yes. a huge chunk of money until the building is complete. So, it, it, you know, in, in some cases that's 18 to 24 months away. Mm-hmm. So, you know, again, looking, going, okay, well, will our values be higher in 18 to 24 months? Probably. Probably. Mm-hmm. And I think the key with that is, you know, buy something that you're you're not looking to sell before you close. I think, yeah, I agree. I think the assignment fees and everything on those contracts make that a little challenging. So I think my advice would be buy those properties that you're good to complete on, good to hold on to. Maybe you rent it or you move into it yourself. Um, or you, you look at selling it once you've completed on it. Yeah, that's a great point. Mm-hmm. That's, that is a, a very good point. One thing to be aware of with that, because we just saw a lot of that out at one water street, um, is, is GST. 
So it's yeah. just something that I wasn't aware of even, and, and I know it caught a number of people by surprise. But you pay GST, that's 5% good and services tax, on new new real estate. Um, it's not applicable on used residential housing, but you will pay it on new. So we saw a lot of people who who bought units at One Water Street, a new development, mm-hmm. number of years ago, and the building has just completed, and the purchasers were paying the agreed-upon price plus 5% GST. Then they turned around and put those properties on the market. They paid GST last Tuesday. They sold it this Tuesday. GST was due again because it was not used residential housing. So hold on to it for a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Hold on to it. Well, someone has to live in it. Whether Mm -hmm. you live in it for a while, whether you rent it out, something to to deem it used residential housing. So that's just one caveat. I mean, the the buyers were aware of that and and everybody was in the same boat. Mm But it's it's something to factor in that that GST you know, with, with new construction, whether it's single family or whether you're into mm-hmm. a condo, is uh, that GST will get uh, collected maybe more than once. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. And I think there's also opportunities in, you know, some of if you can find land and build in some of these neighborhoods that have yes. lots that are for sale. I think if you were to build a new house, I think there's opportunity there because there even is some builders that will cover the costs of the build that you can secure price point now and they will mm-hmm. buy the lot and they will, you know, cover the um, the cost of that build and you pay them at the end. Of course, you'd pay deposits and everything up, up front. But, you know, I think there's opportunity there too. You're getting into something that's a new home. Yeah. You're securing the price today. And, um, and especially if you can find a builder who will do a fixed price. Yes. So I think that can be a key. Um, and it's risky for the builder because Mm -hmm. I mean, lumber prices last year went absolutely through the roof. They've come down. Um, but it's still, it's expensive to build right now. I mean, $285, we had a builder recently say on the very low end Mm -hmm. up to $700 per square foot. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, if you can find a builder, I know we've, we've heard of a few who, who are giving a fixed price. So they say, okay, well, the lot was 400,000 and the house package is another 800,000. And I will deliver to you in nine months, a home for 1.2 million. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, I think there is opportunity in that. I agree. And sure. then if you can just stick to your budget. And that's the key. That is the key. And I think that's where it can get tricky. I mean, we just recently sold a home and the light fixture was over 200000 Yes. So in, in the foyer of the home. So Yeah, it's true. Those costs can escalate quite quickly. more than my first house. <laughs> <laughs> um, something so, too, property ladder, Tamara, you were going to talk about... Yeah, I think, you know, in North America, in Canada, I, I think it's a North America... North American thing that we all sort of have this dream of of getting in and having a white picket fence and two kids and a dog and and we want that you know that perfect sort of looking home and I think a key is you know although it's expensive and you really want to factor in all costs but you just want to get on that property ladder yes. so your what you buy today may not be it, it certainly I guarantee you it's not going to tick every box you won't get no. something that is everything you wanted but if you start with a a little condo, and then maybe you move to half a duplex, and then maybe you have a townhome. And if you're you're climbing up that property ladder, mm-hmm. it's it's a way to get in. It's a way to get in, you know, now because historically going back, you know, until the early '80s and and beyond, it's real estate values continue to climb. Mm-hmm. And there are lots of people out there. You know, some people are going to say, "No, this is a bubble. It's going to burst, and housing costs will go way down." 
as our population grows, uh, worldwide population grows, as, as the pandemic recedes, as we start to see more immigration, I don't think it, I don't think it will be uh, you know the American dream that we'll all own a house. You know, no, in, I agree. In Europe, they they haven't been. You know, it's it's not a, a expected that you own a home. You mm-hmm. pass them on from family to family or generation to generation. People live together, which is maybe not such a bad thing. I think there yeah. can be benefits to that too. But my advice would be just get on that property ladder and start with whatever you can afford. Don't extend yourself to the point of of not being able to to live. The stress isn't worth mm-hmm. it. The and the reason I say it's expensive is you've got fees. So when you buy, you're going to pay property transfer tax. You're exempt from that as a first-time buyer up to a certain threshold. But then when you sell, you're going to pay real estate commission. Mm -hmm. So it's, you you know, you do want to be aware. You don't want to be buying and selling every year. But if you first rung on the ladder, you buy something small and then the next rung. Slowly work your way up. Mm -hmm. And as time goes on, and I, you know, it used to be, we used to say, if you buy a property and at least plan to hold on to it for five years, you will do very well. I don't think you need five years. Two years, and it might even be shorter than that right now if the market continues the way it is, but two years, if you could plan on buying something now and go, okay, I'm going to hold on for for two years. You'll do well in that two-year period. Mm -hmm. Um, Something as well, I was just talking to, um, was actually my hairdresser. We were talking about the market. Your hair looks great, by the way. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And was talking, you know, and she was frustrated with, with the market and how things have gone. And she has a friend who was really trying to get into the market. And I said, you know, what about if... Her friend bought something that's not in the Okanagan. What if she, sorry, what if she bought something that was, you know, in Calgary and that market's starting to go up, but bought something in a different market and I don't want to disturb or, you know, discourage anyone from buying here, but it might be a way to get back into the market here is buy something somewhere else, wait till that appreciates, then sell that, then buy here. So just a, a, something to consider, at least just get in wherever, yeah. just get into the market, I think is, is the key yeah. and start however you can. Yeah, it's true. It's 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 interesting. You know, I'm I'm sympathetic to to our young listeners or viewers mm-hmm. or you know my own children. I look and think, how are people going to get in? Yeah. How how can you afford these prices? You know, I know my first house was one hundred and five thousand dollars, and I was terrified. I you know, and I I you know co owned that with somebody else, and still that was so much money. Mm-hmm. And proportionately, you know, you you look at it and say, okay, well, wages, yes, you know, wages have have increased and, and yep. inflation and so on, but it, it hasn't kept up. And no, it's it's just you know, it's daunting for a lot of people. An idea as well that we're starting to hear of people doing, and I know it was done down in Winnipeg. It was actually seven people bought a great big house, and yes. seven people who didn't know each other. Oh, they and, didn't. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's and so they neat. sort of created a, a co-op, a, a, a yeah. company together, and it enabled people to just get into the market. And you know that won't appeal to everybody finding you know five or ten random strangers and and buying. But what if with a group? What if you bought? a house with a suite, you know, Mm -hmm. with another friend or something. And somebody bought the bottom half that's worth 40% and somebody bought the top half that Mm -hmm. was worth 60%. There's some finessing, you know, you'd want to have a strong partnership agreement. There can be some tax implications, but it might be a way for people to, to get in or do something. Yeah. And that's, I think, a great opportunity to look Mm -hmm. at. Mm -hmm. So 
Yeah. Well, there are some opportunities that we see in this market. If you have yeah. other questions um, or, you know, want to talk about other opportunities or, or, you know, we're always happy to answer any questions that you have. We're always happy to help. Absolutely. So. And if you've got anything that you'd love to see us discuss and, and you know, some questions that you've got, feel free to email us, uh, give us a shout. Maybe you even want to come and, and be on our podcast with us. But uh, <laughs> so I was thinking that would be kind of fun, but uh, we're always happy to help. Thanks for listening to this episode of Real Estate for Real People. If you want to reach out to the Stone Sisters, visit www.stonesisters.com. This podcast was produced by Podigy Podcasts. See you next time.